the greatest intercontinental champion of all time is back, 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 back. On the air, on the air, on the air, on the air. You're listening to the Honky Talk Man, Shake, Rattle, and Roll. champion of all time hdm welcome back to shake rat and roll holy cow has it really been has it been five years five years to the date man oh man it's like i I thought it was like only a couple years ago but yeah it's been a while it's good to be back steve how about you it's been an absolute blast as you know uh me and hdm met a couple of times in in the uk last year and uh, we talked about bringing the show back we've had so many emails from the fans our last show was listened to by 155,000 people, champ. Uh, that's amazing. And, uh, you know, everywhere I went around the world, uh, people would say the same thing to me. When are you bringing the show back? Why did you stop? And uh, there was a lot of reasons that uh, uh, because uh, uh, there, there's time involved in putting the show together. And we were trying to do it live on a weekly basis. And, and, and it became a chore. I know it did for you as well as me. You were up late at night because you're over in the – in the United Kingdom, and there's a seven-hour time change between uh, here in Phoenix and, and over there where you are in the jolly old uh, England. But uh, it was one of those things where sometimes we would, we try to have the guests on, as you know, Steve, and all the fans know, and sometimes our guests would be fabulous, upbeat, up-tempo, ready to rock and roll, and, and uh, well, shake, rattle, and roll, let's put it that way. And then... Uh, some of the guests, were, they wouldn't answer the phone, you know, 20 minutes before we called them, and then they were lethargic when they were on the air, and, and it got to be a, a laborious chore, and I told people that, that the end result was it wasn't gratifying anymore, and uh, and then the, we were ready, as, as you know, as you and I both know, and we were ready to uh, do a show uh, for the WrestleMania, right after, I guess we were going to do it after the WrestleMania. We had put it off till after the WrestleMania when the, the Warrior was inducted into the Hall of Fame. And then the, the, the tragedy struck him, and you and him were extremely close. And you were in uh, uh, New Orleans, in fact, uh, uh, when that, that all happened, and you were on a flight home. And, and by, that, by then, it was, you know... Uh, just one of those things where the timing wasn't right to get the show started again and and we put it on hold so that's where we are and i think um that's worth mentioning too because i was in a quite 
to press place after that point, and it was quite hard for me to kind of get geared up. But, I mean, time just flies by, and we're back on the air. We're having fun. And um, if you think about the kind of podcast landscape for wrestling, we were the first one along with Bret Hart. And if you think about it, everyone's got a podcast now, but everyone keeps saying they're not quite as good as Shake, Rat, and Roll. Well, they can't they can't go into the areas of uh, uh, of entertainment that we go into uh, sometimes. And of course, we were very cutting edge, and we took the thing out there, uh, way, way, way out there, so far out there that the uh, uh, the WWE was afraid of us, and of course TNA was afraid of us, and uh, all the wrestlers were afraid of us. But those things I hope have changed now because we have so much going on and, and this show. And, in fact, when you open the show there with the House of the Rising Sun, uh, it was a perfect opening because there, again, WrestleMania is in New Orleans. And, and I will be at WrestleCon uh, for the weekend of WrestleMania, uh, not at WrestleMania, not at Fan Access. I, I'm never invited to those things. Uh, but I will be at WrestleCon to meet all the fans uh that weekend coming up, which is, it'll be on us in just a few days now. And it's such an incredible hub as well. I, I'd, I'd never experienced anything like WrestleMania before because over in the UK, we don't have anything on the same kind of scale. But I mean, Wrestle, WrestleCon is its own world and its own. You have people from all over the world, and it's just like a big party. It is an incredible experience that has grown so much since the very first one I did uh, with those guys out of Charlotte. They put it on. It's a high spots people that do it, and uh, it's a great event. Uh, they'll have 10,000, 15,000 people come over there and, and go through, and this year there's over 100 wrestlers and, and people, so different celebrities that will be there, and so it's a big show. Uh, they have Stone Cold will be over at, uh, at WrestleCon. Shawn Michaels will be over there. Bret Hart will be there. The list goes on and on of, of, of uh, uh, A, B, C listers. Every everyone who is anyone in pro wrestling uh, will be at the at the WrestleCon. It's a big event. I enjoy going, and I'll be at the table myself and Bushwhacker Luke as always. Uh, he'll be yaying and wooing, and uh, and uh, you know I'll be doing my thing, and and uh, it, it'll be fun. And, and you're going to be there, of course. You come over every year. The WWE uh, extends a welcome to you and brings you out and takes care of you, which is great. I think they're probably getting sick of seeing me. <laughs> well, uh, you know they have a tendency to get to, to to be hot and cold on people, but that's uh, the nature of the business. And uh, uh, it's uh, you know I enjoy it. Uh, as far as people ask me, do I miss WWE and do I miss doing those things? Uh, yeah, I miss some of it, but uh, the thing I miss most of is hell. It's a steady paycheck, man. <laughs> I'd like to have a steady paycheck, but we have so many other things going now. We have this, uh, we have the Shake Rattle and Roll comedy tour going out. Uh, uh, it's gonna, it's taking legs now. It's gonna be really, really big. It's gonna be something. I've worked on this thing. People, a lot of people don't understand. Uh, you do. You understand it because you've been around me. We've talked a lot. That I've worked on this thing now for three, four, five years, maybe even longer just to try to get it uh, off the ground and get it rolling. And and I had a great experience over in the United Kingdom a couple of years ago where I did uh, 18, 19 shows there, and uh, it worked out very well. And I came back to the States, and it was a matter of timing and finding the right people to help me put it together. And I, I think we have it now, and, and uh, when we uh, when we I go through the dates in a few minutes, you're, you're going to be astounded by by all, all the – towns that we're going to and where we're headed well i've actually been doing my my homework before we did the show and and i you've got 
dates booked all over the country. It's incredible. Yeah, and that only takes us through July, uh, and then we're going to grab – we haven't started on the August and September and October dates, uh, and then we're, we're getting uh, fans from all over the world. They want us to bring the show to their area. Uh, it's it's just a matter of timing and logistics and, and putting it together. In fact, right here in Phoenix, where I live, uh, two of the clubs in Phoenix want to have it, and uh, uh, people are saying, why don't you do your hometown? I I'm busy right now. I don't have time to, to, to work my hometown in, so uh, maybe we'll get that done. Who knows? And if any of the fans are thinking about buying a ticket, you can go to shakerattlerandrolltour.com. And I myself had a sneak peek because when we did the show in um, Birmingham, you did a live Q&A with um, Christian, and the fans responded so well for it that Christian got up and started singing your theme song. Yeah, you know that was just a that was a, a little bit of a preview of what I do out on on the comedy show uh, with uh, that day there with Christian and uh, Beth Phoenix and uh, that was fun to be around them. Uh, they were a little bit, you know, a little bit shy and timid there in the beginning, but as, as the days rolled on, when you sat beside someone for for eight hours at a time uh, over a period of three days, you, you you either start talking to each other or you start turning away from each other so but it turned out to be pretty good and i i enjoyed being around them i'd been around beth before when she was first starting but not around uh uh, uh christian he's a he's a re- really nice they're good people i enjoyed it so there's rumors rumbling around the internet that i've seen that perhaps um the greatest IC champ of all time has maybe hung up the tights and is transitioning into this comedy tour if well, that's true what uh, has made you transition well, you, I am, uh, you know, I, that was on my list here where we're going to go down of what we're going to talk about uh, on on this show, and and that was one of them is uh, HTM's wrestling status. And at this point in time, I, I'm so busy trying to do this uh, the comedy tour uh, and and put this thing together that I I've lost. I, I don't want to say I lost my smile because that was someone else and. And uh, that's a whole different story, according to uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard on his uh, on one of his shows. He mentioned about the losing the smile. That's interesting. But I, I I have I've transitioned over the past three about it's been about three years or so, just trying to transition mentally away from this love of being in the ring and performing inside the ring. And it does take a while. I, I don't think I could have just walked away completely. I don't think I ever walk away completely. I will still do some wrestling shows, but uh, it's like uh, my cousin the King said, as long as somebody wants to pay me what I'm asking, I'll be more than happy to get into the ring. But as for now, I, I've, I have one more actual wrestling show booked this uh, July 1st out at the uh, San Diego uh, Fair, at the Del Mar Fair in San Diego. I'll be there all day at the fair. Three three wrestling events that day. I'll wrestle three times in one day. And if I don't get in the wrestling ring again, it's never going to bother me. I, I've, I've, my mind is kind of made up now, and and uh, I, I want to take this comedy thing uh, to the to the stratosphere. And I think what people probably do know, you're absolutely hilarious. I mean, if I didn't have a mute button when we're recording these shows, I'd be I'd be screaming because, I mean, even the tour in person, there isn't anything like seeing HGM in person. <laughs> well, I, I do have fun with it, uh, and uh, 
it's it's it comes natural for me really i I don't mind standing up in front of people and talking and and there's so many stories over a forty year career I have so many stories it's uh the sad thing is most of the wrestling fans are w w e fans and and they don't know or they don't uh uh really have any insight into other than what they see on youtube that you know for several years i was a, a, a doing very well in the wrestling business before WWE came along and and uh uh it's uh, to talk about some of those stories the fans don't understand them so I leave those off and I just do the uh I do, because there's so many stories about WWE now I, I really was not in WWE that long uh compared to these kids nowadays they got 10 year contracts I was there like three and a half years or something I don't know it was a very very short time and we've got the fact that um, one of the main things we talked about on the show previously, TNA, that's gone under new ownership. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna we'll talk about that here. And let me do the rundown real quick, and and uh, then we'll take a, a fast break. You can throw in some of that good music that we uh, we put together for the show, and and uh, then we'll talk about where we're going and and everything. And I think we'll have a special guest on the show. Uh, we'll try to. Uh, while we're on the break, I will uh, let him know that that we're going to be calling. But we'll talk about the tour, uh, Steve. I know you have some things you want to talk about. Uh, I, I want to talk about the Roman Reigns and, of course, Ronda Rousey. A lot of lot of stuff going on about her. I want to mention Daniel Bryan, Hulk Hogan, and Mark Henry. Mark Henry's made some comments about Hogan. Brock Lesnar, uh, there's a story on him I, I read. I don't know if it's true. We'll discuss the Hall of Fame, of course, and Vader's had the surgery, heart surgery. The football leagues now. Vince is back at it again. And, of course, we're going to have Dixie. We have to mention her. Uh, not a lot to say about her, but it could be, you know, one of those things about where is she now. And uh, the Russo and, and Austin, I read something they were talking about new talent the other day, and uh, and I want to give you guys my insight on that, along with the guitar, the guitar and WWE. Why the guitar in WWE all time? And the fact that we're going to have some more uh, Shake, Rattle, and show, uh, Roll shows coming, and uh, that's what we're going to do on, the, on, this, on this show. We're going to have some fun with it. I can promise you. The good stuff is... Now we got all. Now we've we've got all the uh, the the opening of the show done. The good stuff is coming now. Okay, fans, stay tuned. We'll cut to quick commercial break, and we'll be back with the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. The Shake Rattle and Roll Comedy Tour is on the road. Visit ShakeRattleAndRollTour.com and see HTM live. This is Honky Tonk Man, the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time. And if you want to get a celebrity video message from the Honky Tonk Man, go to celeb at C-E-L-E-B-V-M, as video message, dot com, slash Honky Tonk Man. And I will send you out a message. It'll be about a minute, minute and a half, whatever you want me to talk about. The Honky Tonk Man will say it. Just go there, celebvm dot com. Slash Honky Talk Man. Welcome back, back, back to the Shake, Rattle, and Roll 
with Steve Wilton and the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time, the Honky Tonk Man. Welcome back to Shake, Rattin' and Roll fans. Uh, Champ, I think it's time to call our special guest. Okay, you want to give to give him a ring? It's uh, I, I'll tease the people just a little bit because a big a big part of our show going out now is 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 of course the uh, rhythm and blues reunion uh, uh, show, and that's what we do. It's a it's a reunion of rhythm and blues, and uh, I think he's he he might be ready to to shake, rattle, and roll. Greg Hammer Valentine. Yeah, that's me. You're live on Shake, Rattle, and Roll with uh, Steve and the Honky Tonk Man. All right. How would you feel about teaming up with HCM and touring around the country? Well, we did it a long time ago, and we always we had a great tag team together. This is going to be a this going to be a great new experience. Uh, we get to stand on stage and talk about our lives in the WWF or WWE, whatever. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna it's gonna be unique. It's gonna be it's gonna be new, and it's gonna be great for all the fans to see us in this different setting and to to really uh hear what really went on back in the day the real day when wrestling was wrestling there's there's a lot of there's so many stories that uh uh you know it just i don't have anything that, that pops in my head right away at any time but uh when i get out in front of the audience there's no cue cards there's nothing we don't pre-screen any of the questions uh, and uh you know Driving along with a hammer, it was always uniquely different because every day was different out on the road. And some days we would have Jimmy Hart with us, and that would always add a little uh, uh, extra uh, excitement. But uh, typically, when Greg and I were together alone, uh, we just did our own thing and tried to, uh, you know, make our matches as mo- as entertaining as we could uh, with the people that we had. Now, when Rhythm and Blues was put together, we weren't given the best tag teams to work with. Uh, you know, we were thrown in there with the Bushwhackers sometimes, and uh, uh, those were different. I mean, uh, to work with those two fellows, uh, great guys, I enjoyed it, but it was it was a challenge, and, and we worked through it and made it work. And then, uh, you know, the WWE, they they come along, and they make changes to everything. And, and then uh, uh, when they find out two guys are trying to get along and trying to work hard, then they sometimes they separate you and send you on your merry way, and that's what happened to us. And then, uh, but that's okay. Hey, they they only separate us temporarily. We're back together then. And, and, and now this show, this show that we're doing is going to be so big. It's going to so many places that uh, the fans are going to truly, truly be entertained. I can I can promise you that. Would you say is a kind of PG thirteen show? Is a kind of no questions off limits? As far as I'm concerned, I mean, we we keep the show uh, as clean as we can. Most of these shows are going to be nighttime, and they're adult only. There's a couple of shows coming up that that'll have children in them, but uh, you know, every now and again, I'll say the the uh, MF word or the, you know, or by God, Jim Ross <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I have to I have to throw that in every now and again. Greg, Greg's okay. not a Greg's not a big he's not a big uh, 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 bad language person. He never has been, and uh, but I, I, you know, I can cover all that. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be. Oh, yes, fantastic. And yeah, you know, we got shows in April and May, June, July, and it's just going to keep on coming. We're going to have a great. We're going to have a great time. 
Well, we look forward to seeing you out there, and all the fans do too. Uh, they've asked about you, and uh, they did want to know if you're going to have your hair black. And since I don't have mine black anymore, you don't have to have yours black. So we'll both go as blonde. Well, I'm, I'm actually I'm gray, so so that's okay. Oh, maybe I'll be now. gray too there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's 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 going to be great. Anyway, thanks for coming on the show, and I'll see you out in uh, Roswell, New Mexico. April 27th. All right, wrestling fans, this is Honky Talk Man again, and you know I'm plugging things, and I'm plugging away, baby. This is ProWrestlingTees.com slash Honky Talk Man. You get one of these T-shirts, and a Honky Talk Man guarantees you, you will pick up some hot chicks, and they're going to be willing and ready. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Honky Talk Man. They got good-looking T-shirts, man. I wear one myself because I want to pick up some chicks. Oh my God, my God, my God. I give a hell yeah, my God. Stone Cold, Stone Cold, yeah. You. Hey, well, it sounds like JR, but you're listening to the Honky Tonk Man Shake, Rattle, and Roll Show. Right here, right now. My God, my God. You're now live, live. with the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time, the Honky Tonk Man. Shake, Rattle. And roll. Welcome back to Shake, Rattle, and Roll fans. Uh, champ, we've got a whole lot of wrestling news to go through. <laughs> oh, my God, my God. <laughs> you know, yes. um, for anyone listening, I, I begged Honky to do some of those clips again because they're just the best. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. That's a good one. In fact, that, that that's a perfect lead-in, too, because I was going to talk about this Ronda Rousey. Uh, as part of some of the, the the news I want to we want to run through because the fans want to hear our our opinion of what's going on and and it's it's uh, we are opinionated for sure. Uh, the Ronda Rousey, she was you know I I don't I don't know her never met her but she gave an interview the other day and she talked about the movies versus doing stuff in WWE and her training in WWE now. And uh, she said in the movies, you know, we got one, two, three takes, and we keep doing it till we get it right. And she was really taken away and and moved by the fact that the people in WWE, she said, would talk about something for five or ten minutes and then go out and make it happen and just do it. And 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 she is uh, excited about that. And and she had mentioned how hard, how really difficult. It is to transition between what she was doing and now into this wrestling. Uh, it's it's not been easy for her, from what she said, and she 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 said she owes a debt of gratitude to to all the boys and girls that 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 have done this and that do it for a living. And uh, uh, I'm glad she said that. So she's not coming off as one of those. Uh, you know, holier than thou. I'm Ronda Rousey. I got kicked in the head, and uh, I'm the greatest there ever was. Uh, <laughs> I got to suck the Goldberg. Suck it. Uh, you almost kill me, that guy. There. <laughs> I mean, actually, Ronda did get kicked in the head pretty hard. I saw. I watched it back on replay. I mean, that was pretty rough. 
Uh, that girl gave her a nice smack to the jaw with her foot. Uh, but anyway, Jr. I mentioned about Jr. By God, by God, and uh, there was a story I, I, I saw that uh, or I heard my son told me. He said, "Dad, that uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard was on his show, and he said he found this guy. I told a Jr. story. He said he found this guy, six foot five, great athlete, can move, can do all this stuff." About 260 pounds. He said, "Jr., we ought to said we should sign this guy." And Ross says, "Well, you know, we, we, my God, my God, we, we got a whole bunch of six foot five, 260 pound athletes. We, we don't need another one." And uh, Pritchard said, "Yeah, but Jr., he plays college football. Well, by God, sign him, sign him, by God." <laughs> I don't know why he's so, uh, you know, he says Ronda Rousey's like a a, a, a diamond in the rough. It's the greatest find WWE's ever made, and she's going to do all these great things. And I'm thinking, well, Jim, she didn't play college football. <laughs> Oh Lord! Anyway, uh, but he he's he's talking about how she's uh, d- going to change the WWE and how this is the greatest thing that ever happened. And you know, I'm not going to say that Ronda might not do that, as you and I have discussed before, Steve. Some people see the glass half full. I see it half empty. I don't know until she proves herself what she can do. And, of course, they're doing a lot of stuff like they did. If you remember Ken Shamrock, when he came in WWE, they did all these things with him and let him go out and, and have yep. these segments segments on Raw and suplex this guy and suplex that guy. And he suplexed all the Stooges one night and, and everything. So I see that they're doing that with her. Uh, I think she will do okay. I, I mean, it's difficult. It's going to be very, a very high-pressure situation. I don't know that she's ready for a WrestleMania, but we'll see. Uh, of course, Stephanie McMahon, you know, praises her star power and all that. But, of course, Stephanie has to do that because, uh, you know, it's this is like the one that Stephanie wanted to sign, and she signed her. And, I mean, th- the girl's got a good contract, no doubt about it. Hope she what? does good. I, I mean, I don't want any of these little internet freaks out here, freaks and geeks and sheiks, <laughs> to uh, to say I'm I'm saying bad things about Ronda. I'm not. I'm just saying that only time will tell. And and I'm on the I'm on the side saying, you know, let's wait and take a look at it. But I mean, what can she do any different? I mean, Roman Reigns hit one of the he hit one of the uh, extra guys that was like a security person or or something at one of the Raws a few weeks ago and and, and dislocated the guy's jaw. I mean, I mean, come on! I've never dislocated a guy's jaw in my life. I've been in the business forty years. I think that's worth that's a really good point because wrestling is an art form and obviously where she comes from with the UFC, you know, that's direct contact. She is hurting people, so I mean that's what she has to learn because otherwise Stephanie's going to get beaten up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to beat up the boss or the boss's daughter. <laughs> but uh, Daniel Bryan, he's coming back. He's going to, uh, I guess his his return is uh, there and done and. I that's a question mark for me there again. I see that glass half empty, not not half full. Uh Daniel's taking a big big chance. Uh you know, they said his they did the brain scans and stuff. The brains is okay, all that's okay. It's fine, no damage there, but he didn't have brain damage. He had a broken neck. That's a whole different ball game. Uh so uh, that's a tough one, man. I that's tough. I 
I don't know. I mean, you know, that, that drove uh, DiBiase out of the business, drove Arn Anderson out of the business, and drove Sting out of the business. Uh, broken necks or something, you know, I, you can live with concussions, but broken neck, that's difficult. I, I, I wish him well. He's a great kid, a great talent. And I thought the kind of thing with Sting was quite sad because he, he had his kind of uh, WrestleMania moment, and then he had the match with Seth Rollins, and then he got hurt, and then that's kind of the last you've seen of him. Yeah, yeah, it was, and uh, but it's like I said, he's a great talent and was doing doing really really good, and 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 then like you said about Sting, uh, uh, Sting really wanted to come back. He really wanted to perform at the, in WWE at that level again. Uh, a very unfortunate, and uh, it uh, you know this neck thing is it's something you don't really really play around with, uh, uh, but uh, I mean we'll see. I mean time time will tell. I, I've got this thing. I'm going to go into as soon as I finish this Lesnar thing. I think we got a clip that's going to bring us into Hogan. But uh, I, I read, I read this morning or yesterday. I do a lot of reading. Whether this stuff is true or not, who knows? It's kind of like this stuff going on in, in our country, fake news. Which, I mean, we can't get any real news in our country anymore. So, I mean, I know people say we're fake news over here at the Shake Rattle and Roll Show, but we try to do the best we can and check our sources. Brock Lesnar might be finishing up with WWE. I've I've said that to someone not so long ago that I could see that if Lesnar uh, can get a deal back with uh, UFC and have one fight a year and make twice as much as he's making for for WWE for doing ten or twelve shows a year, why the heck wouldn't a guy just do one one show and be done with it? Uh, so if that's the case, uh, you know, good for him. It's worth mentioning too. I mean, Lesnar's forty years old now. Is there the potential maybe he's leveraging UFC to get a better deal with Vince? I, you know, I don't know that 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 from what all the indications that I've heard and seen and uh, he, about Brock is he's just not a workaholic. He does he'd rather spend time out on his farm and doing that kind of stuff and spend time with his family as opposed to uh, you know I, I know he gets. Uh, uh, you know, the perfect travel arrangements with WWE and everything for the 10 or 12 or 15 shows a year. But still, if a guy can make, you know, a lot more money and only get in the ring one time, I personally rather only do it one time. So I don't blame him at all. I mean, hey, grab the money. You're 40 years old. You're not going to have that money forever. Get it. And, I mean, sock that stuff away and go back to the farm and have fun. Okay, and on that note, we'll cut to a quick break and then talk about the pending return of Hulk Hogan. This is the Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and I'm telling you right now, if you want all your memorabilia needs, Honky Tonk Man has it. eBay.com, the seller is no bumps. Yes, no bumps, that's the Honky Tonk Man. I don't believe in going off my feet for anything, especially to take bumps in the wrestling business, or you can go to the eBay store at honkytonkman.net, get that memorabilia, get an autograph photo, get a mini guitar, have some fun. Welcome back, back, back. to the Shake, Rattle, and Roll with Steve Wilton and the greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time, the Honky Tonk Man. 
Welcome back to Shake, Rattle and Roll fans. So, Champ, the news hitting everywhere this week is uh, WWE are in talks with one Hulk Hogan. Yes, yes, that's what I understand. And uh, what those talks have been going on for a long, long time, we all know that. Uh, I, I'm glad to hear it. I really am. I, I think I think the Hulkster needs to be back. He needs to be back in WWE. He needs to be back doing something. Uh, you know, he's not going to be a... Uh, in the ring personality anymore, and uh, uh, the greatest one of the greatest experiences I've had in the last several years was last year at, at WrestleMania, and I I was with Bushwhacker and we were driving along, and I said, uh, "Where's the, the new Hogan Beach Shop here in, in Orlando?" And he said, "Oh, it's right there on and there it was on the corner," and I said, "I'm gonna go, I'm gonna stop in there." Oh no, no, mate, no, 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 you can't just drop in there, mate. I said, "Look." Pull in the pull in the parking lot. He was driving. I said, pull in the parking lot and let me out if you don't want to go in. Oh no, mate, I can't do that. I said, okay. Then park at the hotel. It was only a short distance. I said, I'm going to walk up there because I'm going in and I'm going to see Hogan. And uh, he said, well, okay, okay. And he was apprehensive. Why these people want to do this and protect Hogan? I don't know. I really don't know. But anyway, I, I, he had some people and. And they in the store and had a lot of people lined up. I mean, they were lined up around the corner for this guy. And I I just walked right in the store and he looked at me. His eyes were big and wide open, like uh oh, what's going to happen? And I smiled and he smiled and we had a big hug and had closed the store down, left everyone outside in a 90 degree weather for about 30 minutes while him and I just reminisced and talked, had fun, you know, as like the good old days and. No matter what anybody says and what I've said, we've had issues. I've had issues with a lot of people. But, uh, you know, there's no divorce or no bridge that gets burned that can't be remended. And there's no divorce that you can't get remarried. And, uh, uh, you know, uh, we, since we were on the, the air the last time, same thing with, the, with my cousin, Jerry. Uh, I met Jerry over at the uh, Comic Con in Sacramento a couple of years ago. The two days went by, we didn't talk to each other, and on the third day, I felt someone tap me on my shoulder, and I knew it was him. And I turned around, and there it was, and we talked and reminisced, a big hug, and we've, we're fine. I mean, gosh, it's the entertainment business. We all say and do a lot of silly nonsense, and which brings me to this Mark Henry. Now, I like Mark. Mark's a great guy. He's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh uh, a little bit, you know. I never liked this. Retire from WWE one day, get in the Hall of Fame the next. That's I don't like that idea. I think there should be like a waiting period and everything. But Mark's going in the Hall of Fame. But he had mentioned that he's not sure if he would welcome Hogan back. Now, to this I say, Mark, I know you might not like a lot of things that happen in this world, but you know, at, by the same token, have you forgotten that? Uh, Michael Hayes, you know, he got put on probation. He got reprimanded by for saying something, you know, that was out of line. And you took issue with it many, many years ago. So, but he's there, and he's he's been there the whole time. And uh, and come on, you know, things happen in the heat of the moment. And I don't think it's if Mark wants to express his opinion about it, he can. But my opinion is, I don't see anything wrong with Hook going back in WWE. So. If you were WWE, how would you bring him back? He would have to do some kind of an ambassador role or or something. I, I don't think Hulk can, can be there and appear on camera every Monday night. It has to be – I think it has to be special occasions for him, and I think that's what he'd like to do. I don't think he wants to sit home and watch Raw every Monday night. 
I think he would like to be part of it. I think he'd like to be part of the WrestleManias, and he deserves to be part of it. He's he's the biggest name in our business, and I've said this before. He's the Muhammad Ali. He's the Tiger Woods. Uh, I, I mean, he is the guy in, in our business, and he always will be that guy. There's been a lot of guys that's come before him and a lot of guys that came after him, but they're not Hulk Hogan, and, and that's how I feel about that. And uh, which brings me to a funny story that I tell on the comedy show. I won't give it all out now, but the fact that Hogan can uh, <laughs> I mean, he, he, he can get in a bed with another man's wife and make money out of it. I probably would have got killed or shot. Now they're trying to kick President Trump out of office because he had consensual uh, uh, activity with some, some grown-up women. So, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> when, he, when he wasn't even president. Ridiculous. Exactly. So, yeah. So, I mean, we all do a lot of things we're not proud of. But, uh, I mean, dadgum, Hogan made about $50 million for that deal. I would have got killed. So <laughs> – if we take you back when you walked into Hogan's Beach Shop, you obviously hadn't seen each other for a few years. What was that first moment? What did he say? He just – he didn't know what to say. He just – his eyes were wide open, and I went, Hulkamania. And then it, it all started right there. And that's how it started. I mean, that's, that's just how it is. You know, it's one of those things. No big deal. Uh, but, but, you know, I was mentioning Mark Henry for the Hall of Fame. I'll touch on that, and then we'll get our – we call up our tour uh, agent manager, and he'll go through what we're doing with these shows we're having. The Hall of Fame. There's always got to be a tag team. There's always somebody. And uh, the one that there's two surprises for me. The two real surprises. One, of course, Hillbilly Jim. He had been off the radar screen for so long, and a great guy deserves Hall of Fame as much as anyone. Uh, you know, had been, like I said, been off the radar screen, but had been back on just for the the TV the house, uh, Legends House once there. Uh, the other big, uh, I mean, this is, I mean, it like knocked me back. Jeff Jarrett. I mean, yeah. like, who would have thought this? You know, I mean, but Jeff's had a Hall of Fame career. There's no doubt about it. Uh, it just, it only goes to show that, Never say never in WWE, and no matter what you've done in the past, has nothing to do with your future going forward. So, I mean, they can put you on a long waiting list, and they can not take your phone calls for many, many years and never mention your name, and all of a sudden something will pop up. I understand the Dudley boys going in because – here's my, my thoughts on, on the, uh, getting into WWE Hall of Fame. If you're working there and you're a backstage agent and you're no longer wrestling or you retire right away, you get in. So one of the Dudleys is a backstage uh, road hand, uh, a manager, uh, or whatever they call them nowadays, producer, director. I don't know what the hell they call them, guys. But uh, he's he works there. He's on payroll with the company. So they're in, uh, you know, uh, then – Mark Henry, he's I, – I don't even know if Mark's really retired. He might still be on contract for another who knows. But he's in. You know, you retire, you get in. So that's that's my thoughts on that. Goldberg, I don't know who the big name is. I mean, I don't know who the star of the show is on this one. Is it Goldberg? I mean, he hasn't had that kind of a career to, to be the star of that show. Uh, you know, like Warrior was the star of the, 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 that one show, and there's always – people that are like the keynote guy and uh but i don't i don't know who it is in this one so uh 
I think it's kind of hard too because you have your stars like um, Hogan and Savage and Warrior, and then once you've inducted them, it's I guess you know I guess they've got um, the Rock. He can go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, obviously he's going to go whenever they, whenever he wants to. I mean, that's up to him. The guy stays so busy, uh, and, and just fabulous, just what he does. Uh, real quick before we call Tom, I wanted to touch on uh, Vader. Vader's uh, heart open heart surgery. You know, we had been listening and hearing about this from Vader, and you know, it, it goes on and on and on, and finally it did happen, and it was uh, successful, and I'm glad. Uh, Vader rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Uh, I know him so-so, and he was always respectful and nice and kind and friendly to me. But uh, I heard horror stories from other guys. But uh, you know, he's not. He's his health-wise has gone downhill. And if he's if he's getting uh, you know new gaskets put in and he's doing good, then uh, he won't be on the uh, uh, Terry Funk list of. He's going to blow her gas. <laughs> but I'm glad to hear Vader's okay. So, yeah. And then when we come back, we'll we'll get Tom on the line. And then I think we have a blast from the past. Uh, do we have some Ric Flair later? We do. Okay, as soon as we finish with Tom. So if you'll give Tom a, a, a jingle now, and we'll get caught up on the tour. Okay, fans. We'll be right back with Shake, Rotten, and Roll. The greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time is back. You're listening to the Honky Tonk Man. Shake, rattle, and roll. Shake, rattle, and roll. the Shake, Rat and Roll fans. Uh, Champ, I'll just give Tom a call, and then we'll talk about the Shake, Rat and Roll tour. All righty. Great music. This is Tom. Hi, Tom. You're live on Shake, Rat and Roll with the Honky Tonk Man. Hey, Honky Tonk Man. Well, by God, that's Tom Lance, by God. By God, by God it is. Yes, sir. Live from Texas, Tom Lance. Tom, I don't know what you got yourself into, son, but I guarantee you, this thing is going to take off like a, like uh, Vince told Randy Savage one time, I'm going to put a rocket ship on your ass and send you to the moon. <laughs> and I was well, sitting there listening to that, and I, I was sitting there listening to that, Tom, and I got up, walked out, I told Jimmy Hart, I said, well, looks like I'm finished. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all I can tell you is since uh, I came on board here as the tour agent, I have not slept from all the excitement and the contacts and people wanting us to come to their city. Um, Man, this is exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. I've been in promotions, concerts, wrestling for over 25 years. And honest God truth, I was telling my wife the other night, I've never been so excited about anything before ever. I mean, it's just a buzz. And I'm, I'm ready to get this thing on the road. Yeah, you probably never work with someone as difficult as a honky-tonk man, but that's uh, part of doing business. Uh, Steve can tell you all about it. <laughs> but, 
as long as long as he understands what my phrase "it's that time" means, we're okay. <laughs> well, I don't, so I'm probably in trouble. <laughs> well, Steve, you should know it's that time because with all those Carlsbads you had over in uh, Birmingham that night, and uh, you were outside on the patio and couldn't find your room, you should know what it's that time. Woo! <laughs> oh hell! Don't don't bring him in here. Not yet. We got to save him for the last part of the show. So Tom, tell us tell us a little bit about how this thing is, uh, how you got involved with it, and uh, and 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 what what we're doing and where we're headed. Well, you know, I've I've known the honky tonk man, Greg Valentine, for a day or two, and uh, I was in the wrestling business for many years. Uh, worked with the Von Ericks back in the day. And matter of fact, the school that I had with Chris Adams, LNA Promotions, this guy named Steve Austin kind of come through there. He was Steve Williams at the time. And so I've been around a while, promote concerts forever. I partnered with Tandy Rice, who used to be president of the Country Music Association. And I kind of stepped away from the promotion world. And one day I'd, I'd seen Wayne. I'd, you know, kind of keep up with him, the honky-tonk man, uh, on on the internet, and I seen the honky tonk man was been over in the UK and up in New York doing this comedy show, and I I thought to myself, self, this is a funny man. He can tell the stories. Uh, he he's just great on stage, and he he's got what it takes to go out there in front of the fans and just make them have a great night. And I just reached out to the honky tonk man and said, hey, I'm interested in getting involved with the tour. I got a lot of contacts. Um, you know, let's 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 get together and talk about this. And one thing led to another, and this club reached out, and this club reached out, and this entertainment company reached out. Next thing you know, we've got fifteen, twenty shows lined up, um, and it's really taken off like I, I, I never dreamed. The fans are reaching out. I get emails every day wanting us to come to town. But it was just something I wanted to be a part of uh, with the Honky Tonk Man because um, he's great and fun to work with. Uh, it's never a dull moment, and I know I just know the fans are in for a real big treat, and I wanted to be a part of it, and I'm thankful every day for it. Uh, I've never worked so hard, but I've never had so much fun working, if that makes any sense. It does, Tom, and you know uh, we just we have something going on with this tour pretty much every day since that day that you and I made contact. There's been something that's been going on, whether we're booking a town or we're making phone calls or we're sending out, uh, you know, you set up the webpage, the, uh, uh, the shake rattling, shake page. You set that up where the fans can find us and see what's going on. You set up a, a Facebook page, the, uh, shake rattling row comedy show page on Facebook and, and you've been nonstop on this thing, and, and uh, uh, that's that was what I needed from someone. Is uh, when you reached out and wanted to be part of it, it was a, it was a good fit. It, it fit well, and and it's going to be good. Well, yeah, I mean, a great team, and then you know the idea come up. To, you know, let's get rhythm and blues back together. And Greg the Hammer Valentine, of course, everybody knows he's in the WWE. The Hall of Fame and his daddy's history, and he'd come on board as an exciting, you know, about it. And so, I mean, I'm looking forward to April 27th when this thing kicks off at the Epic Nightclub there in Roswell, New Mexico, and then on the next night to El Paso, 
Corpus Christi, San Antonio, New Orleans, Lafayette, Houston, Dallas, you name it. Uh, everybody can find out where we're going on the ShakeRattleRoadTour.com page. Um, we, a matter of fact, uh, Honky, we've actually had a fire department up in Illinois reach out to us, wanting to use us as a fundraiser. And, and I let them know that you're all about giving back, and we all are. Any time we can go into a community, we can have some fun, entertain some folks, and at the same time, help a cause that you're all about it. We want to do that. So if you're out there and you've got a charity or an organization that's looking for a unique way to raise some money, reach out to us on the website. There's a contact. If you're a club owner that's hearing about it that wants us to come to town, just just let us know. Um, this thing is taking off like gangbusters. Um, and I'm not kidding when I say I can't sleep and it's in a good way. I'm, just, I'm excited, honky-tonk man, and I just appreciate you letting me be a part of it. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it, it has really. Uh, I I I told you when we started. I said I think this thing is going to really take off, and uh, and you believed in it. And that's the thing is we had uh, we believed in what we were doing. And and the military bases. I started to reach out. We did uh, Tom and I to the to all the military bases around the country. And in fact, now we're we're reaching out to them around the world. We got a tremendous response from them. The only thing was. Because uh, we don't really understand how the how the government and the base shows work, we came in a little bit too late for this this season. Uh, but we're going we're going to get started on those in uh, uh, in the fall and the winter and be ready to go with the base shows uh, next year for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we everybody. I mean, we even had you know an organization from the UK reach out wanting us to come over there. Uh, I just got reached, I mean, just this moment ago, somebody asked, hey, Tom, will y'all come to Salt Lake City? And you name it, we're headed there. Um, and it's just going to be fun and exciting with the VIP tickets. They can get in early and meet you and Greg and do a photo op. And it's just going to be 90 minutes of hysterical fun with two legends of the ring and you know, in my 30 years of promotion, Uncle Tonk, man, I can honestly say, and I've worked with some funny people. I worked with Jerry Clower, who was a legend, member of the Grand Ole Opry, things like that. I've never been so pumped about going on the road with a comedy show that it's just, it's just going to be fun. That's all I can say. Yes, it is. And uh, uh, like you said, if, if there's uh, civic organizations or or schools or, or things of that nature that want to do fundraisers, contact us over at the uh, Shake, Rattle, and Roll Tour.com page. Have has all the information. And for people looking for tickets to the shows that are coming up, now we have them booked all the way through uh, uh, July right now, and uh, we're going to start booking some more. We wanted to get these first few under our belt, as uh, Tom, you and I have discussed. We want to get some video footage. But if they want to know how to get tickets to t- – to find tickets to these shows, go over to the Shake, Rattle, and Roll tour.com page, find out the ticket information, or look on the Shake, Rattle, and Roll comedy mm-hmm. show page mm-hmm. on Facebook, and, and you can get all the information you need. Yeah, and, and, and on that, uh, Honky, I just wanted to make sure that, that it's clear because I couldn't get the answer. It's Shake, Rattle, Roll, tour.com. Again, it's Shake, Rattle, Roll, tour.com. All the infos there, ticket links to the the cities where you want to, to come out and see the show. There's contact information, as we were talking about. If you've got an organization, I've got tons of experience helping you raise money. 
Uh, or if you want us to come to your local club, just let us know. We're excited. And I just appreciate you again. I ain't said it enough. Um, this is this is going to be great. Yes, it is. And we kick it all off April the 27th, 8.30 p.m. at the Epic Nightclub, Roswell, New Mexico. We take it down the highway. We go south then into El Paso on April the 28th at the Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. That's a free show. That is a free show for everyone in El Paso or the surrounding area. And that's at the Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. Uh, We're probably going to fill that place up for sure. I know the show in Roswell is going to be fun. That's going to kick it off. And that might be the place where I have to kick Valentine in the ass. I don't know. And keep in mind, what a great place, because you know Roswell is known for where the aliens came, right? So we're going to kick it off with the aliens here in Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Uh, If we see Greg (laughs) just wandering around out there, we'll know that I don't know what he's looking for. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah, the alien. I've always swore he's got a little alien in him, so. Yes, yes, oh boy. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, sound. <laughs> all right, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Honky Tonk Man. Appreciate you. Thank okay, you, Tom. Tom, thanks for coming on. We'll talk to you in May you, when we, uh, plug, we plug the rest of the tour coming up. We're going to, we're going to do some more of these shows. We got another one planned in about four weeks. Sounds good. Best of luck to everyone out okay, there. Okay, Tom, thanks. Bye. Sounds like a jam-packed show, champ. I can't wait to check it out myself. Yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, that's that's really, really going to be uh, uh, something that's that's happening big. So uh, uh, when you co- when we come back, we're going to talk football, Dixie, my shoot interviews, Russo Austin, and the guitar in WWE. Hey, this is uh, this is uh. It's part of the Heart Foundation, and uh, you listen to the Honky Tonk Man's uh, Shake Rally Roll Show. The greatest WWE Intercontinental Champion of all time is back. You're listening to the Honky Tonk Man Shake Rattle and Roll. Shake, rattle and Roll. Welcome back to Shake Rotten and Roll fans and Champs. I'm loving the music today. Oh boy, you're knocking them dead, I'll tell you, man. This is this is neat. You're taking me back to the 70s, man. So I have a clip from uh, the XFL and the New League by Dick Embersall. So I want you to listen to that and then let me know your thoughts. Okay. The new XFL will kick off in 2020, and quite frankly, we're going to give the game of football back to fans. I'm sure everyone has a lot of questions for me, but I also have a lot of questions for you. In fact, we're going to ask a lot of questions and listen to players, coaches. We're going to listen to medical experts, technology executives, members of the media, and anyone else who understands and loves the game of football. But most importantly, we're going to be listening to fans. So I would ask that, uh, well, the question of what would you do if you could reimagine the game of professional football? 
What if we brought football into the 21st century? What if we didn't have to say what if? In February of 2019, some of the most respected minds in the history of the game will come together to form the Alliance of American Football. So, champ, we've got the Alliance of American Football launching in 2019 and Vince's XFL launching in 2020. What's going on? Uh, I don't know. I think that's that's uh, the young Ebersol. That's Dick's son that's doing this one, and uh, that's ironical because uh, the Ebersols were partners with uh, with Vince on the uh, the original XFL football. So. Uh, Man, I tell you, we're going to be loaded with football. It's going to be more football than what you guys have in the UK, because every every city over there has football and it's on TV like twenty four seven. I I really don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. It really is. It's got my attention for sure. I mean, uh, there's nobody can sell a product like Vince can, and uh, uh, I mean, it's going to be like really interesting. So if I was Vince, I'd be pissed because they've come out after he's announced it. They've undercut him by a year. Um, and as you said, um, Vince's promotion for the XFL looked a lot better than the Alliance of American Football. Uh, yeah, and so, you know, the good thing about it, though, even though they undercut you by a year, give, it'll, it will give Vince a chance then to to see all the bugs that they have in, in their product, and then he can work them out of his product. So uh, sometimes – Sometimes the guys that lead the way are, are the ones that uh, they, they stumble and fall, and then you pick up their pieces on the way and, and carry on. So I, I think that's what might happen. I, w- I wish them both well because I, I'm a football fan, and I, and I like that American football, and uh, uh, I, could, I, I would watch it every Saturday and Sunday that I have time to do it. And I think Vince is going to kick their ass. I'm obviously a big Vince supporter, so you know, and uh, he's got friends in big places. I mean, you know, uh, your current president is a WWE Hall of Famer. Well, yes. I mean, you know, when you have, <laughs> I don't know if that'll help with the Federal Trade Commission or anything, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, uh, so I'm going to play you a clip. Um, yes. And then I'm going to, going to okay. see if you know where I'm leading, and then we'll have an update. Okay. Whiskey River, take my mind. So, champ. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. You know, I I redid my list of things I wanted to talk about, and I missed that one somewhere because I had a small little piece of paper, and it looked like cheat sheets when I was in college. (laughs) And uh, and I missed – that's Sonny. That is for Sonny. Sonny, where are you, Sonny? That was a song, too. But anyway, where did you come up with Whiskey River? Take my mind. Because she's in jail for DUIs? Is that what it is? Well, I just feel bad for her because what's going on? I mean, she came back to the Hall of Fame, had a really good chance of having like like a, like a second win of her career, and now she's going off the rails. WWE won't pay the rehab anymore. Not that I think they should. Um, but what can she do to turn it back around? Uh, you know, it's sad. And I, there again, I don't want you little Internet people out here that's listening to the show, the thousands of you, the hundreds of thousands of you, to say that I'm saying anything bad. I love Sonny to death. She's a great person. She's a great entertainer. 
she was she was everything the divas wanted to be or want to be, and it's sad. She's she got on a path of destruction, and it's very much like uh, what uh, my friend uh, Scott Hall and 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 what uh, uh, Kevin Nash. What you know, Kevin made the the great made one of the best remarks of all time. When he's when he was talking about Scott, and he said only Scott can help Scott, and only Sonny can help Sonny. Uh, does she need she needs confinement? I think for a longer period of time than just rehab. What that confinement might be, I don't know. It's not for me to say. But you can't just from a safety issue. She's gonna she's gonna destruct herself all the way to to the end to oblivion if she continues down this path and with these DUIs she gets behind the wheel she's been drinking I know I mean I'm I'm as guilty as anyone else that you think I'm okay I can do this but then something happens and you have an accident and you either uh, cause bodily harm to, to some innocent people then you know something needs to be done and I I hope Somewhere she realizes that some some really confinement is going to be the answer. Yeah, we wish Sonny all the best. Um, I do. Too. It's worth mentioning too that, that you touched on with with Tom's. Now, some people when they have a beer, they have a nice cold Carlsberg. Um, like the champ here can have maybe ten, and uh, exactly the same. Hilarious as always, wouldn't tell he's had a drink. I had what three, and I'm wobbling around the deck at the garden. Well, yeah, you were uh, you were somewhere in between uh, that uh, alien place in Roswell, New Mexico, <laughs> where you're going in a few weeks, and uh, and uh, I don't know, uh, you you weren't ready for knighthood, I can tell you that from the Queen. <laughs> well, but, if any, uh, any any of the fans want, want the kind of backstory, <laughs> we we ordered our our food, it went into the kitchen, they lost our order, and then um, we kept going back for our order, and they kept bringing us out free drinks and nuts and chips, and then our second food did come, um, and then by that point, I was wrecked. Yeah, and the kitchen was closed. Yeah, they said, oh, well, the kitchen's closed. They all, everybody's gone. They locked up. Well, what happened to our food? Well, I guess they took it with them. For Christ's sake, so give me some beer, and they just kept bringing them. So I, believe me, I had a few. I had more than a few. I had my share. <laughs> so you know, I was mentioning earlier about uh, about these about the internet people and everything. Let me say this because of these shoot interviews that I've done. I've done a lot of these. I, I kind of I'm not tooting my own horn by any means, but I was out on the forefront of these shoot interviews where you go out and and talk about people and you bash people and you say these things. And 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 the problem that I've run into now is now that I'm I'm doing the comedy shows and I, I make jokes about stuff instead of you know like sour comments about people you know i talk about dusty going to the pay window baby we make a movie baby <laughs> you know baby uh, and and so i i got some flack about talking about dusty like that but i mean i to me that's funny and and, and dusty wouldn't mind and uh, if he was around but these shoot interview people you go and do these things uh steve and, and for all you young aspiring wrestlers out there i know it's a quick payday you can make some money by doing it and I did it, and uh, opened the door for a lot of other wrestlers to do them. But the thing is, like right before WrestleMania, right during the time when they start picking the Hall of Fame, these asshole shoot interview fuckers, can I say all this bad stuff? Yeah, it's fine. I, I, just, 
Well, I just said it anyway. <laughs> so they 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 come then and they rehash, they dig up something from 10, 12, 15 years ago, and they throw that out there. I saw one the other day. Honky Tonk Man shoots hard on Jerry Lawler. This thing was like 15 years old. You know, why bring that back up again? That's what I don't like about what the media is doing with uh, with with uh, President Trump on stuff that happened with him so long ago. It has nothing to do with anything. And same with the same with the we were talking about the Hogan thing. I mean, that stuff is all it's gone, man. It's over. What happened to forgive and forget? And and but that's I will I won't do any more of these shoot interviews, and I won't do any of these little mom and pop pop uh, down in your basement, you know, uh, 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 a podcast from these little people because you do one, and then all of a sudden they post it out there somewhere that I said something that was, you know, we're gonna get flack about uh, from Mark Henry, we're gonna get flack from Sonny, we're gonna get flack from everyone we talk about on this show. But if you can't talk about folks, what are we in the business for? What what can we say? We have to walk around and not say anything. So that, that that's a disturbing part of all this. So, and but it's anyway, worth mentioning too because you know the amount of times when I worked with uh, you and Warrior, the people would send stupid clips like that through old clips. But Warrior found them hilarious. He said that's Honky Tonk Man's thing. That's why that's why he's funny. He, lo- he loved it, and yet yeah, people people don't yeah. see it that it's entertainment. No, and uh, but but there again, everyone does them. I mean, uh, every everyone does them. Everyone has done these things. They all have, but I mean, they they for some reason the, the these internet people, although they're my fans and I love every one of them, even though I call them bad names a few minutes ago, uh, you know, don't rehash that old stuff, man. Let's let's pick on the new stuff. Let's pick on. Uh, do we have something on Dixie? Do you have yeah, that? Dixie Carter oh, has has, yeah. has left TNA. Um, she's I'm no kinda, longer. I'm kind of I'm kind of snorting and hacking because of the. The the, the the flowers are in bloom, and the orange tree in my backyard is blooming, and this pollen's got me, but I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, um, you know, I think Dixie's looking for a job. Would, would there be a space on the Shake, Rat, and Roll tour? Uh, in the back seat? Of course, yeah, yeah. We could, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking I, of I, highlights, I have yeah. a highlight that I think we should rehash and we should play because it's everyone's favorite clip. Okay. You know what? I hate Vince Russo. I think he's working for McMahon under the table to sabotage every company. That's why McMahon's been able to monopolize the way he has. Why is Hogan, me, that big, fat, juiced-up, jacked-up son of a bitch, Steiner, on this company, and we can't get any ratings because Russo is working under the table for McMahon like he has been for the last decade to keep each and every other company down. You hear what I'm saying? It's a bombshell right now. Woo! Yes. So what what are you doing to no change problem, anything? Sir, but you're actually very loud and I'm very loud, you know. Do you hear this? I'm disturbing a lot of customers. I gotta get going. Do you hear this? Hockey talk man, you son of a bitch. Now I'm getting arrested. Do you understand? There's No, they call you didn't call a cop? Lock, lock, lock him up. He's in the jailhouse now. He's in the jailhouse now. Well, I told him once or twice. 
stop playing cards and a shooting dice. He's in the jailhouse now. Is one of my favorites. Do you know how many people think that was actually Ric Flair? I know we have to say that was a that was a uh, what do you call it? A, if not a spoof or a a, par- a parody on uh, on Ric Flair. Uh, Rick's okay now, and he's back moving around and doing good. And hopefully he's not uh, you know not uh, out there uh, wooing and yelling and doing all his stuff anymore. But uh, we had a lot of we had a lot of play on that one. That was a good one. We had another one. We'll save it for another show. But uh, (laughs) that's funny as hell. But he did mention Russo, which brings me to Russo and Austin, where where I guess Russo went on Austin's show, and and they were talking about uh, uh, lack of character development now with the young guys and and this – I don't know what they were really saying about it other than there was no characters anymore and all this and not like it used to be. And and I found it ironical that Russo would be saying something like that when he was the guy who said anyone over 30 or 35 years old should be washed out of the business. Well, character development doesn't come from an 18 or a 19-year-old kid that doesn't know anything about the wrestling business. Character development comes from years and years of perfecting your craft. So by the time you're 30 or 35, you really have it down and you know what you're doing. So I found that to kind of be a like, yeah, you're you're that's a kettle calling the pot black or whatever, however that saying goes to, to say something like that. And but he did say that he must have read or saw something I said about the kids uh, that they put their matches together like a video game now and he did say that that's what they do. They they're all of stuff is like a video game, but character development he's a guy that killed characters i mean i don't know anyway he, that's he's, him. he's so desperate too i mean he's so irrelevant now it's ridiculous i mean i don't know yeah. why he can't uh he's he's gone into that kind of brett place and i i love brett but you know when it's just bitter and and you think why do that you've had a great career and i think yeah. it proves, proves the point that russo was only good because he had been a man filtering yeah uh but last thing before we go because i know we might be running overtime i, I wanted to, to talk about the and and I never really thought about it a lot until now. I see this other fellow with the guitar. What's his, Elijah's? Elijah? What? I, I don't know. Elijah's? Is that his name? Yeah. He's got the. He's out there with the guitar. And I was I was doing a, a, a signing or something somewhere, and I looked up and I saw this, and then I saw him take the guitar and he hit John Cena. And I'm thinking. They they never WWE never brings a snake back and gives it to someone. They never bring a dragon out and give it to someone. They don't bring a four-legged animal, a dog out and give it to someone. They don't have a bird for someone. But for some reason, every so often, the WWE will give a guitar to someone. Rock had a guitar. Jeff had a guitar. Jeff Jarrett. I think Stone Cold hit someone with a guitar. Santino Marella hit someone with a guitar. Uh, The singing cowboy, Lance Casty, had a guitar. There's been others. It just goes on and on. So 
what is it with this thing that I brought to life that makes it continue to be something for WWE? I think it's because if you watch – no, I love the WWE Network because you can watch all the shows from the past to the present. And if you think about the kind of heat that you had – when you, you remember when you held that, that guitar in front of Randy Savage who's being held back? Um, that kind of heat that you generated, they find hard to uh, generate now. And I think it, it was such a great character uh, that you had. I think they're trying to replicate it in today's WWE. Why do they keep doing it though? I I don't understand. Why don't they? If the the snake was a great character, have someone come out with a boa constrictor. <laughs> I, I well, I I guess you can't nowadays because of the animal thing. Maybe you can't use live animals anymore. But Hercules had a chain. No one carries a chain to the ring anymore. No, and right? that's the thing. Yes, it's kind of lazy, isn't it? Because you know when you know even when they did. Uh, Tatanka back in the day, he used to get up and do his warrior thing and run around the ring and try and act like Hogan, like he couldn't be touched. And the thing is, your characters are so iconic, they should be embraced and not touched and celebrated and not rehashed. I mean, I, if, they di- if they didn't learn from Rockabilly, they're never going to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, well, that, that was a that's a whole new show there. Uh, real quick before we go, let me tell everyone, it's Shake, Rattle, and Roll comedy show coming to a, a town near you. It's a Shake, Rattle, and Roll comedy show on Facebook, ShakeRattleAndRollTour.com, and, of course, HonkyTonkMan.net, the website run by you, Steve. Uh, the show has been wonderful to come back. It's like old times riding a bicycle. Uh, let me run down where we're going, and then uh, I think we're going to try to do this again in about a month so that we can get closer to the to the big tour. But April 27th, April 27th, 8.30 p.m., we're at the Epic Nightclub in Roswell, New Mexico. April 28th, El Paso, Texas, Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. That's a free show. It's free to everyone. No cost to get in. In fact, uh, Chris Jericho and his band was just there a few weeks ago. On May 19th, we go to Corpus Christi on the 22nd of May, San Antonio, the 24th, New Orleans, 25th, Lafayette, Louisiana, May 26th, Houston, Texas, the 27th, Dallas, Texas, the 27th of June in Nashville, Tennessee, the 28th, Huntsville, Alabama, July, we go into Omaha, Kansas City, and West Des Moines, Iowa. There's a lot of stuff going on, Steve, and we'll be back to do this all again, and uh You've been a wonderful host as always. It's been a long time. It seems like yesterday. Thank you, champ. And if the fans want to follow you on social media, it's Honky Tonk Man Official on Facebook and Official HDM on Twitter. And when are we going to be back? In May? Yes, we will plan this for somewhere around the uh, the first show goes out on the 19th. We'll come back around, the, I don't know, uh, Cinco de Mayo, May 5th. We'll try to do like a Cinco de Mayo for all my Spanish friends. Okay, champ, and for any fans listening oh, on demand... Oh, Cinco de Mayo is May 5th, okay. Cinco de Mayo. You can also listen to the show on iTunes. All of the archive shows are on iTunes, and boy, did we have some fun back in the day. Um, oh, so all gosh. those are on iTunes. Uh, thanks for being with me, champ, as always. I can't wait to come back in May. Uh, you have a great night, and we'll be back soon for some more Shake Rattle okay. and Roll. Okay, take us out of here. The Shake Rattle and Roll Comedy Tour is on the road. Visit... ShakeRattleAndRollTour.com and see HTM live.